today, the latest on the Dante Wright case and the Democrats establish a fund so families of deceased COVID victims could receive up to $9,000. What could possibly go wrong there? We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my good friend, Yaku Bouyans, host of the Yaku Bouyans Show. I like the camera. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You can see me? I see you. <laughs> okay. That's a dad joke that I heard. I just had to pass <laughs> Barely. <along> from my husband. <laughs> I see your face, uh, not your body. There you go. There you go. And just my arms <laughs> hanging out. Uh, also joined by Jason Buttrell, Chief Researcher of the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you for being here as well. We do have a gray army green camo vibe going on. The memo finally circulated all throughout. Yeah, thank you for paying attention to my memo. All right, right, so let's get into the headlines of the day. Yako, I think you were here Monday when we discussed uh, all of the details of the Dante Wright case were just breaking. Um, By the way, I did, you know, we did get into yesterday. I said, as of the time of the taping on Monday, the officer's information was not released. So I know the last time you were here, I think there was, it was just, you kind of assume police officers are going to be men. I refer so there to was, it as yes, a man. Yeah. And, and then I didn't know. after that, the details were released. It is a woman. So we are aware that it is a woman now that the details have been released. Um, but Kim Potter, the woman, the police officer who was the one who fatally shot uh, 20-year-old Dante Wright, has resigned from her job. Um, She is to be charged over the killing. So she was arrested uh, today and is going to be, or it has been charged with second-degree manslaughter. Uh, Now this, of course, is after body camera footage uh, surfaced. Second-degree manslaughter, yes. They're being very willy-nilly with uh, some of these charges, just like the Chauvin one, where it seems like they're going even a step beyond what they should be going. Yeah, so, so, that, so let me say what second-degree man... So second-degree manslaughter in Minnesota is applicable when authorities allege a person caused someone's death by, quote, culpable negligence, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk right. and consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm to another. Can I translate that? So basically, Please. if you're driving your car and you accidentally clip somebody and hit them and kill them in your car, you're going to get charged for manslaughter. If you were driving 110 down the street doing it, you'd get second-degree manslaughter, probably. Yeah, I mean, okay, so so then let's talk about this, um, yeah. because from the, the footage that surfaced, from the body cam footage, it, it really indicates that she had no idea that that's right. what she had done until afterwards. Oh, my God, I shot him. Um, so uh, it's hard for me to believe how you could... Yeah, how th- you could prove second-degree manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Am I missing something, or is that uh, your thoughts as well? No, no, I, I think you're exactly right, and that's like, I think that's where they're having a hard time in the Chauvin case right mm-hmm. now um, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I, it almost seems like, I mean, I, I know what it's, well, it seems like what they're trying to do is really show that, hey, we're really putting a stop to this, you know, I and mean? we're really coming down on police brutality and all that stuff. Or. But they're going over the fact uh, or, or, or they're just setting up the fact that it's going to get overturned anyway, and you're going to have and you're gonna, yep. chaos well, and create more division. Well, yeah. exactly. And it's always you know, over negotiate because they understand she's going to have a legal team, and they're going to come down, and and, and they're going to have to bargain down. But it's 
There's a statement within that statement that I think we need to look at. You know, they definitely, I think that the second scenario you're referring to is probably more likely what it is. Especially in the Chauvin case with yeah. people like Keith Ellison, you know, yeah. that withheld uh, the footage, the full footage, yes. so that people yeah. wouldn't see the uh, all the other context of him fighting back and acting crazy. Yeah. Like, so why did you do that? Yeah. You know, why did you do that and push for second degree, uh, uh, or wait, what was it, second degree uh, murder in that case, I believe? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, but, in, but in this case right here, um, she absolutely should be fired or stepped down. Um, well, she, she did. Does, she resigned. Yeah, uh, which I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. Mm -hmm. um, she shouldn't be doing that job. Uh, mm -hmm. Shouldn't be. If you make a mistake like that, if I made a mistake, yeah, you know, I added in some four-letter words into no a script, for that. I'm getting fired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no excuse for this. Um, she wasn't trained enough to be on that in that job, and she absolutely should be charged with I would have thought just regular manslaughter. It doesn't seem like yes. she wasn't going excessively, right. you know. No, but there's evidence. This time, and it was released, not to interrupt you, sorry, in, in, in the previous case, right, they wouldn't release footage because they knew it would make a second de degree claim, you know, have to be baseless. Here, there's evidence of her yelling, taser, yeah. taser, taser, mm -hmm. shoots him and goes, didn't, didn't know. So I think, but again, at this point in time, to your first point, they're gonna throw the book at, at anything because they're, they're gonna overcompensate. Uh, be because of the mob and what the mob's demanding and they're placating to the craziness of, of our country at this point. I, I agree and right now the justice system seems like it's split into two justice systems. Yeah. Um, coincidentally today Ashley Babbitt's uh, the officer that shot Ashley Babbitt he is not going to be charged for that. Now you would think they would at least look into that a little bit more. Uh, I, w if this was a BLM or Antifa you know, sure. a person, then there would be out, mm -hmm. out just they'd be going crazy mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know the full specifics of that, but I, I do know, like, I've, I've heard people compare, you know, the uh, Floyd and Chauvin thing as being more excessive, and that's why he's, you know, you know, why he was charged, and he's uh, going through the system. In this one, they're saying it wasn't as excessive. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, well, Chauvin was not trying to kill George Floyd. Right. He was not trying, he was trying to manage a hostile a uh, person Which you and can a hostile tell crowd because there were people filming him and he's <laughs> just lots of he's just yeah, yeah. up there yeah. like he very yeah. clearly did not yeah. know he was killing the guy you wouldn't do that in front of a bunch of people in broad daylight while exactly. they were filming you but but this the, but the person that shot Ashley Babbitt there's only one reason to shoot someone right. is to kill them right uh, I, I'm just I'm just Jason death is death you kill somebody you kill somebody so well, which one is worse you know more excessive less excessive but but, but it's the intent mm. the law go, points to intent and mu must, much of our law and, and really world law is written according to intent. What was the intent? This is where you get first degree to premeditated murder, et cetera, et cetera. So what was the intent? Was it her intention? You know, and this is where they push. It's a white woman, so her intention must have been racially charged. And it's a, it's a presumption they're making that's total bogus. And that's why I think they throw the book at these things. And it, it's one-sided. If you look at most of these cases, it's one-sided. If you get a white kid shot today, and it happens to be a black police officer, it's going to be silence. You're not going to hear anything in the media. And they're not going to question intent. They're not going to question whether he was racially charged. Not at all. So it's an in unbalanced judicial system we have at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, yeah. I think it's two separate ju judicial systems. I really this this case right now should not. No one should even know about this. They really shouldn't. This is a case that should have been local news. There should, should have been a lot of local coverage. You know, within uh, within the within the city. But there should this shouldn't have been national. Yeah. This was a mistake. Is what this was. It was a mistake, and she needs to be held accountable for it. 
Absolutely. But it was a mistake. So let me ask you this then, um, because I think we're all in agreement that <clears throat> it shouldn't have happened, that they should, the training that they undergo should root out the people who are going to be too jumpy, too quick to draw, too, you know, are you not in agreement about that? You can train as much as you can. You can hope that people react that way. But I've been on the front lines and firefights and mm -hmm. people that are the most trained in the country yeah. freeze up and literally pee themselves because they get it can't help it. And just for some context, uh, we and this is not to you know victim shame, but just the context surrounding the situation. Dante Wright uh, apparently had an outstanding warrant linked to um, a prior arrest for attempted robbery. He allegedly choked a woman and held her at gunpoint. So I, have we? Have you guys seen? I have not seen it say whether or not. I mean, surely when you're going to pull someone over, you pull it out. You see they have an outstanding warrant. Perhaps you see what it's for. Yeah. Maybe that made her more jumpy because she saw that what he had done, the details of the situation. Well, if you think of the of the pursuit, right? Mm -hmm. You look at the whole from the moment they lay eyes on him and the pursuit. There was definitely, my opinion, enough time to run the plate, find you. Yeah, we don't know how Could much it have she played knew into that, it. Sure, if right, she knew right. it, would have played it's, into and it. And again, it's still no but excuse. Just, no, it's not. And a life was lost, and no life should be lost. But still, this is. Is she a twenty-six-year veteran? I think. Yeah, it's so a, twenty-six. A long a veteran. This is not a rookie, a rookie police officer. Yeah, 26 Jason. years. This is 26 years. I mean, so, I mean, how long do you have to be in the force? And to Jason's point, in the heat of that moment, this is where I say, with the training comment, mm -hmm. the, the situational training is not there. How do you mimic this situation in training to apply that kind of pressure on a human being with all the different trifecta of circumstances to say, now make the right decision? This is why you're saying guys get in the gunfight and they freeze and they pee themselves because how do you prepare for it? You think you're ready for that situation. It's just, it's a bad cocktail. It's just a, it's bad. It was, it was <coughs> negligence. It was a mistake. Unfortunately, a life was lost. A couple points. Um, <clears throat> this is why you don't uh, defund uh, the police. Correct. They need yeah. more funds to go through this extra training that Yaku's yeah. talking about. Um, the less money they get to, do, to prepare for these situations, the worse and worse it's going to get. So they need more money. Not, not, that, more money does not mean tons of weapons and militarized stuff. It just means pretty much for everything, but a lot training. needs to go towards training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had another point, but I lost it. Well, that's okay, because to that point, uh, I would just like to let, let's go ahead and play this clip of Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott, who, as you recall yesterday, uh, he did away with the city manager for making the controversial statement that the officer should uh, have due process when it comes to this trial. He said, you know what, you got to go. You can't be giving officers due process in this day and time. Um, he says that cops don't really necessarily need to even be armed during traffic stops. Watch. I don't believe oh that goodness. officers need to necessarily uh, have weapons, uh, you know, uh, every time they they're they're making a, a traffic stop. Oh my gosh! Uh, or or engaged in uh, situations that don't necessarily call for uh, for weapons. We know that there are the other many other jurisdictions, or even around the world, where uh, that is not you know necessarily the case. It's not needed. So wow. to your point, Jason, you know, we, let's not talk about defunding the police, even though Rashida Tlaib says we need we don't need police 
no need policing. Course, I think Obama yeah. made similar comments. This is kind of from the radical left. Now we're getting this push to abolish policing, uh, abolish the police force. And now we're being told they don't necessarily need to be armed during traffic stops. Gee, I can't imagine the potential candidates we will get for police officers to join the force knowing that they cannot protect themselves, not knowing at all what they're going to walk into when they stop someone. Now I have two more points. Okay. I won't forget the second <laughs> one this time. Point number one, if you if you don't normally wear a baseball cap, you probably shouldn't wear a baseball cap. You know, like mayors, okay, presidents, fair. stop wearing the baseball cap. Yeah, he cap. just threw that on at the last minute, you could tell. He's wearing a suit and then like a baseball cap that does not even fit his head. That's fair. Um, I mean, number, this is the news and why it matters, so thank you, Jason, for that insightful That's commentary. what matters. If you take nothing else from today, <laughs> right, that right there. Right. But second, ask any cop anywhere in any city any town, whatever, I don't care how big or small it is, what's the most dangerous part of their job? It is when they get out of their vehicle and walk over from behind to that car. Mm -hmm. That is the most dangerous time. Which, to, to, your, to that particular point, a Burleson police officer here in the Dallas area was just shot uh, multiple times during a traffic stop. They just found the guy, um, and it was a man suspected in a fatal carjacking. So the officer made the stop at 4.15 a.m., he approached the passenger side of the car and he got shot at. Yeah. So, so exactly how do, will the officer know whether this is a potentially dangerous traffic stop or not? Whether they should have weapons to the mayor's point. Number one, all I could hear when the mayor was talking is he wants Paul Blart, the mole cop, <laughs> to become our, our, our police, you know, that has yeah. nothing and has a, a stick and a whistle, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you know you're not stopping an MS-13 member? Right. You know, or, you know, a car with a trunk full of cash and guns and it's insanity. Well, it's insane speech. It is, it is. And Jason, so you, just because you're more familiar with this type of thing, Aren't you always kind of um, in a vulnerable position when you're a police officer and you're getting out of your car, walking up from behind another car over to, I mean, like, how could you ever have the upper hand in that situation to make sure that you could see what you're walking into? It feels like you can't. Absolutely. Yeah. And th that's why it's deemed the most dangerous time for a police officer. Traffic stops are extremely dangerous. And yeah. as you pointed out, many of them do, you know, get shot or things do, think bad things happen. You don't know what you're walking into. I know. Into. It, policing is an in insanely, no, it's, insane. uh, it, yeah. it's insanely dangerous. Well, that's and why we should just not have it. And it's also <laughs> why when you get argue. pulled up by an officer, officer, they turn a huge flashlight on you because there is a blinding effect. It, it's some sort of cover, but there's no cover. This is a sitting duck walking, right? With someone in a car sitting, can, can have all kinds of premeditated nonsense that they want to get up to. We've seen officers being run over, put in a car in reverse and run them over. Or let the officer, I mean, who knows? Oh, get shot this morning. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, that kind of... That kind of insane talk gets people hurt. You know, th this 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 whole uh, this whole uh, Dante Wright, that's his name. Yes. This this whole story really pisses me off because again, I just want to make that point again. This should not be a national news story. It really shouldn't. It should be a local news story. But the media is piling on to like the local activism or the national activism like with BLM and all that. They are stoking this fire. Yeah. It is crazy dangerous out there for cops right now. Yeah. In, in any capacity. My, uh, my wife just went to Los Angeles to see uh, our stepdaughter and her husband is a cop. And he had like a, you know, it was like blue uh, flag hats. 
and my wife was going to put it on when they went, were going out shopping, and he was like, probably shouldn't do that around here. There's been some incidents when, when they find out we're police officers in public. I'm like, oh, oh my god. Oh, screw that. I'm wearing I, the hat then. I, well, yeah, I know, right? She, <laughs> yeah, right? she said the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to support you guys. That's how bad it is. That's bad. They have to Never hide in plain yeah. sight. And the yeah. media knows what they're doing playing into that. It's by design. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Theft. So, uh, if you have not yet heard what Home Title Theft is, consider yourself lucky because that means it has not happened to you. So, Home Title Theft uh, occurs when cyber thieves remove you from your home's title because every Everything is found online now, including your home's title. So they go in, they forge your signature on a quick claim deed, and uh, they make themselves the new owner of your home. And that means all of your retirement nest egg that you've probably been, you know, you're putting all of this equity in your home every month. Uh, all of that is completely gone. All right. And now you may be thinking at this point, if it happens to you, well, I have an identity theft program and I have this like bank uh, program that I'm sure will protect me. No, no, no. It doesn't. All right. And uh, you are going to be on the hook for a lot of expenditures unless you have home title lock. Home title lock is going to put a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And the minute that they detect someone tampering with it, they will shut it down. So you're, the only way you are going to know if this has happened to you yet before it is too late, I'm telling you guys, you got to go to hometitlelock.com, register your address. You will register your address just to see if you are already a victim. And then uh, in the uh, an event that you are, you're really going to need this help. You can sign up for 30 free days of protection during this high-risk breach. Uh, again, you can go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code RADIO. It is HomeTitleLock.com. Let them help you through the crisis with promo code RADIO. Back in a minute. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and, of course, our favorite Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yesterday announced a new program established with FEMA. uh, And the program allows Americans to apply for financial assistance for COVID-related funeral costs. So um, you probably have some questions. And uh, I'm not going to say she has any answers for you. But here is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez explaining the COVID fund. Here's what families need to know. Your loved one should have COVID on their death certificate, anywhere listed on their death certificate, either as the primary or contributing cause of death. In those early days, though, we know that so many people, we didn't know what was COVID and what wasn't. And so there are several options available here. One is that you can go back to the institution that issued the death certificate, the hospital, the physician, etc., and you can have your death certificate edited uh, in retrospect, knowing what we know now about COVID. So if your if your uh, if your loved one's death certificate does not have COVID listed, you can have it um, put in. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> how, how, oh what my could God. possibly go wrong yeah. here, everyone? Yeah. Uh, and let me just add these eligibility requirements. The death must have occurred in the United States, including U.S. territories. It must indicate the death certificate must indicate the death was attributed to COVID-19. The applicant must be a U.S. citizen, non-citizen, national, national or qualified alien who incurred funeral expenses. And there is no requirement for the deceased person to have been a U.S. citizen, non-citizen, national or qualified alien so okay there you have it so the reason what could possibly go wrong as I feel you like would say the, the reason miss cortez yes. knows that this will work is that's exactly what they did in the election you right. just retroactively go in and just 
change the numbers. <laughs> That's no problem. It wasn't COVID, or, or have they been doing this all along with the numbers, motorcycle deaths, COVID death? This just speaks to what they believe is, should be normal. You should be allowed to go back in history and just change history. Now I wonder, can you go back and maybe change a death certificate on, a, on someone where the insurance wouldn't pay out and now insurance in normal circumstances would pay out? Could you go? No, it's only in COVID and in the election. In those two situations when we control them, no problem. We go back in history and we take an eraser mm. and we just change them. And then we're all good, Jason. We're just all good. Money's going to flow like water. Okay. The taxpayer is going to pay. You don't even know who's going to line up and just say, sorry, excuse me, Dr. So-and-so backhand pay. Can you just make a quick... Well, it's you know, like those motorcycle accidents that we read about last year that were like, oh, this man who crashed his motorcycle died from COVID-19. They're spending so I'm much... sorry, of COVID-19, with COVID-19. They're spending so much money. I don't even... This It's just absolute madness. I mean, with, between the infrastructure, all the other COVID relief bills... Well, you can like, just print more, Jason. Uh, you can just print more if well, you run out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Inflation's not a problem whatsoever. <laughs> no, um, I don't. I don't understand how if your people already died, but they think... They might have COVID. Are they exhuming the body and somehow test it? Is, how are they? Well, I don't know. Is the government paying for that too? I, I, I would assume. I would assume so, <laughs> right? Because we, they're paying for everything else. That's just stupid. Like, I mean, we already know that if you had COVID but you died of something else, they still write COVID down on the death certificate. Yeah, yeah. So there's not going to be too many people that died within that time frame that don't already have COVID on there. Mm. But COVID is ridiculous in its symptoms. Like it basically has every single symptom from every single sickness or disease that ever was ever. Well, if you noticed, ever. they start they started out with a very specific set, and then they started oh, adding one. more. Mm. Right? They started yeah. adding more. So then they were like, oh, gastrointestinal stuff. Oh, that also could be yep. linked to COVID. Yep. And then it's and then all of a sudden, after several months passed, then it was my, the plethora that you're talking about. My now. mom called me and she's like, yeah, we think your brother might have it. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, he's been throwing up all night. And I'm like, that's what? That's not a that's not a symptom. She goes, no, we just checked. It's updated. It was like literally every single yeah, day they were putting something else on there. Yeah, you would be yeah. sick with. So I'm assuming if, if you had a loved one that died during that time, you could say, yeah, they're no, they had a runny nose and they had diarrhea. Yeah. COVID. COVID. There yep. you go. Here's your $9,000. $9, Unbelievable. Uh, all right. On the subject of COVID, let me get to this one as well. University of Michigan deactivated campus access cards of more than 700 students this week over their failure to take the required coronavirus tests. So they're locking people out from campus because um, obviously you need the card to enter any of the buildings yep. on campus. Locking people out because they would not go take their COVID test. That's yeah. where we, that's where we come. And by the way, I did see like uh, most colleges and universities are also going to require the vaccine because this is it's I mean, college kids are so affected by this virus. Oh, yeah. They're the, they're the prime. You know, they're very they're the vulnerable there. group. Yeah, the vulnerable right. Um, we're creating a two just like the two tier justice we talked about. There's a two tier two tiered social uh, structure no, no, that no, we're no. creating right now, whether no. it's vi uh, whether it's passports for the vaccine or for it's testing, like in this case. You know, you're going, there's going to be a point where if you don't agree with vaccinating, you know, getting vaccinated, um, which I don't see why anyone would have an issue with that. You know, Johnson and Johnson. Um, <laughs> if, if you have any questions on that, you're going to be in the, in the other tier, right? You're going to mm -hmm. be the ones that are denied doing normal social things. That well, there the was an island that evacuated of. only yep. people who had been vaccinated from a, volcanic they, they had a volcano. And they were like, we're only evacuating the people who have been vaccinated yeah. from this COVID. This is insanity. It, it, <laughs> so sounds, here. it yeah. sounds hilarious, but this is where we're going. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, and, and once they've adapted that just for, uh, for a coronavirus, 
it can be adapted for pretty much anything at all. Yeah, We've been talking about ESG stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not you're not woke enough. Yeah. You know, you see, you, oh, you tweeted this, whatever. The the vaccine pa passport really really scares the crap out of me because at any point, once this becomes like a standard, it can be adopted for anything. Oh, it's the chip, it's the implant, it's the tracking device, it's the hey, you know, you can't pay for anything unless you're, you know, pay with your hand. It, it, it it's just progressively. This is the setup. Mm -hmm. To get there, you got to you got to do this. You already have people tattooing their, you know, saying, "I'll tattoo the vaccine passport on my hand and on my." It's insane. This is happening. No, this is happening. But I want to say this: you want to tell me the kid that pays north of fifty? Let's just be let's just be kind to to these Ivy League insane institutions. The yeah. kid who pays fifty thousand dollars a year, who pays to go to school, who's paying to be there. You're now going to tell him that you also need to take the vaccine in order to come claim what you paid for. I say screw all of it. And take okay? the test. I, I mean, all exactly. I say get out of these institutions, make them hurt where it counts, money. Don't go there. Go to the smaller schools. Go community colleges. Get a trade degree. The only reason you go to college today is if you want to be a doctor. And then I say go do it somewhere else. Stop feeding the system because there is a two-tiered system. It's already here. And I'm, on, and I'm on the other side, okay? I am the anti-vaxxer, won't take the vaccine, I'll stab the doctor with the needle if he yells at me, okay? <laughs> Gosh, no. wow. This is, it. I, this is it, you can't make me do nothing because I'm not a puppet and I want Americans to get to a place where they go, I don't dance for nobody, mm. for nothing. Yeah. That's it, I serve one God and it ain't this government. And it's not my, my you know, governor that sits and decides when he wants to do something with chutzpah or not, okay? I just need Americans to step up, Jason, because it'll never stop. You think this is something? Wait until they come out with Elon Musk's crazy idea of tapping into your brain or, you know, putting, in, you know, neurotransmitters in. And this is, this is where they'll go. It's a population control, and they get there when you give them the pinky. If they do make us do vaccine tattoos, will you go in with me and get the lower back tattoo? Oh. Oh. The lower back to do that? Yeah. The stamp? I, oh. You're going to get the <laughs> tramp stamp? Jason, you don't want my answer. Stamp. If it had to be a vaccine tattoo, I mean, you know, that's what yeah. I'm getting. I'm not getting the vaccine tattoo, <laughs> See, Jason. I didn't like my answer about the needle and the doctor. <laughs> no, I did. You want to see what I do to that shocking. tattoo artist? Okay, you're tattooing oh. nothing. You're not there tattooing you nothing of nowhere on my body. You don't want to know where he's going to stick that tattoo <laughs> yeah. thing. All right, we, we have to take a Come break. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So apparently I've created a bunch of monsters within a lot of you because I keep getting messages and they're like, Sarah, I really love you, but now I'm addicted to Built Bar and I can't stop buying them. Well, welcome to my life because that is exactly what happened to me. Uh, those of you who are not in the know, Built Bar is a protein bar, but the problem, which is really not a problem, uh, is that they taste like a candy bar because they are made from real chocolate, but they've got the high protein, they've got the low calories, uh, they've got the low carbs and high in fiber. So it's all really healthy. It's just that like, you can't stop eating them, and then you have to keep buying more. Uh, they come in a variety of flavors, mint brownie, cookies and cream. Um, I really love the uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Um, and they've got these built puffs that are really, really delicious as well. So if you're looking for something to snack on that is way healthier than a candy bar but still tastes delicious, maybe you've got a sweet tooth that you want to uh, make sure to indulge but not actually expand your waistline, go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll get 15% off of your order. It is NEWS15 at BuiltBar. That is B-U-I-L-T, BuiltBar.com, promo code NEWS15.
Project Veritas uh, released a new video yesterday that showed a CNN technical director, Charlie Chester, what a name, Charlie Chester, admitting that the network worked to get President Donald Trump out of office and that the network creates propaganda, that was the word he used, on issues that they know little about. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of you out here who are not shocked at all, but I would just like to use this as an opportunity. We're going to play the clip for you, and you can use this as an opportunity to say, I told you so to all of the people who called you a conspiracy theorist for saying that the mainstream media is biased and had it in to just, like, throw Trump out of office, which is what they're admitting exactly what they did. Okay, go. Trump uh, was... Uh, I, I don't know, like his hand was shaking or whatever like that. We brought in like so many medical people to like all tell a story that like it was all speculation that he was like neurological damage, like that, that he was losing it, he's unfit to, you know, whatever. We were, we were creating a story there that we didn't know anything about, you know. We were I think there's just like a COVID fatigue, so like whenever a new story comes up, they're going to latch onto it. They've already announced in her office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate. It's our it's going to be our focus. Like uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. Uh, we're still awaiting comment from uh, Mr. Potato Head himself, the estrogen-filled Brian Stelter on the latest comments from CNN technical director Charlie Chester. I, for one, am shocked. Shocked, I tell you. If I had pearls, I would clutch them. That yeah. CNN, oh my gosh, we're hearing that they were trying to get Trump out of office all along. Who could have told you that? We, we thought this was beyond their honor code. Yes, they're yeah. just here report. An apple is an apple. Yes. This is a banana. This is an apple. Thought I, they were all about the facts. You know what, I... Sometimes like Project Veritas and sometimes I don't like them. Uh -oh. I think they, yeah, I'm going to have maybe a weird take on this. That's okay. But um, I uh, I really... You I, can send hate mail to uh, yeah. <laughs> at theblaze.com. How no, dare that's you. not a real... How dare you. <laughs> um, no, no, I think they've done a lot of good stuff. They exposed Antifa. They've been exposing stuff for a long time. Um, even their most recent, a lot of their recent stuff has been really, really good. The stuff where they've been gone, gone after CNN, I've only liked like one or two things. One of them was, I think it was actual audio from Zucker. That's that what was we great. Need. In the conference right. call? Yeah. yeah, in the yeah. conference it was call. So yeah, that was good. great. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Now, there was another one with, uh, with select. They seem like little kids that work there. Um, mm -hmm. They were very young. They got outed. I'm sure they lost their job. If not, they were ostracized and made to sweep floors for the rest of their time. They could have been some of the only good people that would, that would work there. Mm -hmm. This guy right here is in that same ballpark. He was just outed, so he's probably going to lose his job, right? Um, if not, again, he's going to be put way down so that he's not around anything. He's the se he's a technical director. Mm -hmm. So basically he's saying take one, take two in the control room. Now he's not an executive producer. If he was an executive producer, expose them. Have them say that because yeah. as you said- He's not a decision maker truly. He's not a decision maker. Mm -hmm. if, but, but, so we need to hear from the executive producers. That's how, so all of us and everyone listening and watching right now, this is obviously not surprising. This is stuff we already know. Um, they're completely you just, discredited. You just want the people who are, yes. who are in charge of that to go down. Right, because, yeah. because the people that we need to see this are the ones that have 
have been, you know, indoctrinated. They believe the propaganda. They think they're an unbiased, you know, news agency. We need to convince them so that they can wake up and so there can be more outrage to organizations like CNN that pretend to be walking down the middle. That's who we need to identify. But now this guy, he seems like a good dude, right? Now he's going to be out of the out of the company. So How do you know that he what, wasn't just like t- telling someone, but wasn't in total agreement with it? Well, to me, when I watched it, it sounded like he wasn't in total agreement with it because he was he was blatantly calling them out. I mean, it sounded like he was yes, yeah, and yeah, this is. I don't know that, but that's yeah, what it sounded like. Leveling with someone like, yeah, this is what we did. Someone he, th- someone he thinks that he trusts. And, exactly. And, and, and to your point, you're saying, hey, because the FBI is corrupt at the top, it doesn't mean every agent down below is corrupt. And so let's 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 you know use fair practice here. And where's the human element? You don't want collateral damage. This is a guy that's now going to lose his job and his kids. And you could say, well, because you work for CNN, you just. Sorry, you're in that basket, and you, you, knowing this, you should have come out later. It's tricky because he is talking to somebody. He doesn't know he's being filmed. He thinks he's talking to a, probably a friend or someone he can trust, or I don't know, you know, but he did, definitely didn't know he was being filmed. So I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. How do you not know this is absolutely what he believes, and he's just leveling with somebody to get it off his conscience, mm. right? To just say, hi, oh, you know what? I got off my conscience, so it's tricky. I mean, even, even if that's the case, you're not moving the needle here, no. because everybody no. on our no, side, no, no, no. and, that, agree and that's with why you. I said this is the, it's vindication for all of us who said that it was yes. going on. It yeah. certainly it's isn't changing news. minds yeah. and hearts. No, yeah. but, for but, sure. But if it's in, but if it's what I'm saying, if, if if he is a normal person, what you just did is you shift. You probably shifted that network yeah. even further down the bad line. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because they're going to get somebody more ideological. Because when you go and apply for most of these companies, you do have to take an ideological test. Yeah. If you want to go to work at Fox news they're going to have you write like an essay or something like that on your political beliefs mm-hmm. i'm sure that's with C- msnbc and all of no them. question yeah. um now what you're doing is you're going to get more ideological grounded people on the left working yeah. in those well his companies. position will now be filled with an absolute radical absolutely right? yeah. an absolute radical yeah. and then that's just it's almost like they're saying well thank you james okay thank you james for showing us who potentially could be a mole internally so we can replace that person with another radical. That's why I like the normal way of doing undercover work, which we work, for instance, is the source does not get named. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't oust the source. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be more powerful to have that guy stay inside CNN Mm -hmm. and say, keep bringing the information? Don't, that's where I don't like what they do at times. If he was, expose the audio, if he did. Expose the audio, Mm -hmm. right? But, but the video, if, if, if he was a good guy, and that's where I would say, sit with him and go, are you willing to stay in undercover? And keep and, and work your way in and get us more juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I look at this as a base hit. It's a short win. It's not a home run. You're not going to so, put points on the board this way. So let me let me ask you this then, Jason. Is there any sort of video clip, admittance, whatever that could surface that you think would change people's minds? C-C. Yes. Uh, yeah. A, a content. Uh, someone in, in charge of the content, like the content creators, like okay. an executive producer, even a producer. You know, w- would work. You think uh, that people who watch CNN every day, mm-hmm. if they heard an executive producer say, well, "Yeah, obviously we wanted is. to get, obviously we wanted to get Trump out of office," you think that they would stop watching CNN? Because I don't. I think they're already so far down the rabbit hole in the cult that they it doesn't matter what anyone says. I'll disagree. They know what they're watching. I, well, I, I agree on some level, but I think there's a, a very large percentage of the country that's in the middle and really doesn't know what to believe because mm-hmm. they're torn in both directions. Yeah. Both yeah. sides are saying, "No, they're wrong." No, no, they're wrong. But they're in the middle. They're like, you know, the 
Reagan Democrats, mm. you know, and they're saying, I don't know. But that uh, would be James's position, O'Keefe. That would be Project Veritas' position. So it doesn't matter who it is, C-suite, producer, or lower level, if we could just tell those in the middle that, hey, this is an internal CNN guy. Hopefully we can move that. That's where I think they see how they move the needle, right? Yeah. I just like for the guy to stay in and say, bring more. Right. Let's br bring bring the whole treasure trove. To we, we have, if, if I sound if, if I sound kind of off, like you didn't think that my response was going to be like that, is because I'm very very frustrated with the right right now. We're not fighting like we should be fighting. We need mm -hmm. to be, fi be fighting smarter. Mm -hmm. um, I used to not be for boycotts. I'm all about the boycotts right now. Mm -hmm. The Ben and Jerry's thing, boycott the crap out of them. I mean, the left, the reason that they have screwed over and mm -hmm. basically taken over culture by force mm -hmm. is by doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. no, it's I time agree. to hand it right back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's time to fight fire I agree with a thousand fire. percent. With but, you. but but by the way, it's not like I don't even know that you have to call it a boycott. Like I'm just voting with my dollars, yes. right? I'm choosing who I want. <laughs> Semantics, <laughs> but that well, is no, a boycott. No, 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 it's not. But it's a personal boycott. Yes, I'm yes. not like calling not everyone I know yeah, saying, exactly. "Hey, you need to boycott these it's places." Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm just exactly. saying, like, yeah. hey, I'm choosing not to shop here because a lot of people are calling it canceling too. Oh, you're just canceling people. I thought you conservatives were against that. I'm like, I'm not canceling anybody because I'm choosing not to shop there. You idiot. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> good. We point. got more. Back in a minute. <laughs> Good yeah, that, so that is true. Things. It's not an organized yeah, thing. It's a bandit. boycott, boycott. Because you know why? We don't have time for that crap. We're just sitting here arguing off air. I guess we'll it's move not on. an argument. I it's guess a debate. we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> it's a debate. Okay, so this week, Facebook announced that they will be expanding the powers of their controversial oversight board. So the. Uh, objective panel will now be accepting appeals from users regarding content that they want removed from, of course, both Facebook and Instagram because they own both of them. Um, remember, the Oversight Board was introduced in October of 2020, and they said this was going to be an objective solution to their content moderation problem. Um, so, you know, they were, it was designed to provide disgruntled users with a way to challenge moderation oversteps of Facebook. And uh, so now if you, well, how it was first introduced was if you post something on Facebook or Instagram and it's taken down for violating any of Facebook's ever-changing rules uh, on hate speech, nudity, misinformation, violence, you will soon have the ability to appeal that decision to someone besides Facebook. So it was, it was a defensive tool for content creators, basically. Right. It's how they position. If, if you got is how they right. If yeah, you got like, dinged, well, if you yeah. got dinged, they said, "Hey, this is a strike against you." You could appeal that to the. Correct. Committee or whatever. Correct. So, well, now they are accepting appeals from users. You couldn't, but now, now right. you can. That's what That's they're. Right. But let's put it in context. This is on the heels two weeks ago of Facebook announcing we're going to get rid of Facebook analytics. So just listen. We're no longer going to have Facebook analytics. We're no longer going to tell any corporation that advertises with us or you as a personal user who's in your tribe, what are they doing. Who are you reaching? Because you only reach 4% of your tribe, by mm -hmm. the way, on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. So they canceled that program. Facebook analytics is gone. Why? Because more nefarious things are going to happen. Now they put this facade, smoke and mirrors board in there. It says, if you want to appeal, appeal to the board. Who's on the board? Who's on this board? This, for me, this is total smoke and mirrors. This is why, more important, why we need alternatives, why I will pound, why we do what we do with Free Space and Skylab and Dean Gray and the guys. We need alternatives where it's transparent because transparency is being choked while cancel culture is going through the roof. Mm -hmm. You've got people being canceled from banking right now.
Yeah, thank you. It's incredible. Okay, so you can't tell me that this is for good, Jason. I don't believe it for a second. When you take your analytics department, and you say we will no longer share with an advertiser or a personal individual that hey, this is your tribe and who you're reaching. But then you're going to tell me that you care if I've got an appeal. Bogus. Absolute nonsense. This yeah, Jason. What do you think about that, Jason? Oh, I, I agree. Oh. Um, I, I this is. This is exactly pretty much the same issue that we had with the algorithm. So basically you could get a bunch of people, they, they would get those yeah. leftist mobs, you know, online, and they would all coordinate and say, let's all go after this one tweet from Sarah Gonzalez. That would tick off the, the algorithm. Which they've done. And then they would give her a strike. Yeah. And I think actually a person would look at it and go, yeah, she ticked off and look, let's suspend her for a week mm -hmm. or um, I bet that's happened multiple times. I have not actually gotten suspended. <laughs> not yet. So now what you're doing is you're- I get the reports though. You're allowing, uh, again, the same mob to all organize together and go after people that they don't like, mm -hmm. things that they don't agree mm -hmm. with. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Really quickly, before we have to go, Amazon pulled a second book, uh, critical of transgender identity theory from its online stores this week. Um, obviously, it's moving to silence one side of the LGBT issue. This was Maria Keffler's Desist, Detrans, and Detox, Getting Your Child Out of the Gender Cult. Uh, it was just newly released. It had sold less than 100 copies across three platforms and had it got like a, less than a dozen Amazon reviews. And they pulled it and they gave no contact, no warning, no reason before pulling the book. So um, this was, again, this was not the first one. And uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, you can still get Mein Kampf on Amazon. You can still just order that. I bet you can get two-day prime shipping uh, with it. But... Desis, detrans, and detox, getting your child out of the gender cult. No, 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 you are not allowed to consume that material. It is too dangerous and too hateful. You know what, and why is Mein Kampf still on there? It's still on there because you can learn, so, uh, yeah, there's going to be some radicals that mm -hmm. see that and mm -hmm. they use it as like a Bible. But then you have the vast majority of people or another group of people that they see that and they're gonna wanna read it to see how, how much further we've come in society. Or how did a group of people, a small group of people in Germany, how are they able to hypnotize the entire country? Now that, th there is value in something like that. That's why you don't tear down all the statues. It's a symbol of, this is how bad it was, right? This is how stupid we were and we will never do that again. Now, this is a book about transgenderism that's not illegal. They didn't, it didn't call for anything violent against mm -hmm. anybody. It was purely informational. Mm -hmm. They're ideas, and there's probably a bunch of scientific facts in there as well. But they're pulling that because they don't agree with it. That's absolutely ridiculous. Jason, yeah. it's a counter-argument. Yeah. It's a counter-argument, right? So even for Can't those who... It, no. it, it's a counter-argument. <laughs> and, and right there, yeah, but they're so, it's disqualified. But they love science, I thought. Oh, yeah. They are, the they word, are the remember, the science. word, not the actual science. Mm. Just the word science, right? right? They just... Apply like, it like to they whatever take the word, they I love you, and then they stab <laughs> you in the back, right? It's just a word. No, it's a counter-argument. And, and unfortunately, if you really see what's happening in the school system and how they're pushing all this stuff, they, they will cancel any counter-argument because they're deathly afraid of mm. truth. Mm. Deathly so, afraid. So dangerous. How long before Thomas Sowell books are... That, that's a huge counter-argument to the left. How long yeah. before those are yeah. gone? Milton Friedman, how exactly. long before those are gone? I'm it just keeps and keeps on going. Yeah. You know, I think e-books... They, Amazon corners about 80 to 90% of the market on, and, and pretty much all of us just read on, on e-reader now. Yeah. 80% That's, and up. Yeah. Now you're getting dangerously close to being declared a utility at yeah, some point. Yeah, 53% of physical books, 80% of e-books. That's insane. Yeah. So, the, so most of the market. Right. To me, yeah. that, that is the majority utility. of the market. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Did, you, did you read Clarence Thomas's uh, framework that he, that he wrote up? 
I mean, this was like a couple weeks ago. Oh, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. I mean, he wrote the framework. Yes. It could just be hand and delivered to Congress mm -hmm. if they care to do anything. And I don't think either they side will no. do a damn thing. They won't. No, they, they won't. won't. No. no, especially Republicans, if they were going to do it, they would have already. Exactly. Before. Yeah. And, you know, and I am pretty much as, I'm as pretty much as a libertarian as it gets on, on these stuff. But I'm, I'm sorry. That, that is that's a pretty much a monopoly yeah. right there. Yeah, there is no sure. way for anyone to compete with that. Yeah. 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 All right. Back in a minute. Although we don't really want uh, the Democrats creating the rules, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, we well, just... exactly. Uh, you were not on my show yesterday, Yako. No. But it was your birthday. Yes. And we wanted to say happy birthday. Hey, thank I you, will Sarah. not be singing the song for you by myself, but we did bring some cupcakes. Really? Uh, hey, yes. Hey. Because you are a huge oh, friend of the program. You, so you are part of our family, and we missed you yesterday. So happy, happy birthday. I appreciate it. Thanks for being with my family yesterday. It's amazing. And celebrate with Jason. But I can now say <laughs> that I've had cupcakes with intellectuals who are not whoa, part whoa, of the Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not Jason. You're not including him <laughs> in that, yes, are you? I do, bro. Oh. Yeah, come on. Oh. Somebody can I blow it out somebody. on the show? Yes, please. Blow it out. Yay. Right. <laughs> so Thank happy you. birthday. Thank you very much. Very, very happy, happy birthday. birthday. Uh, and you pick which one you want. Probably the one that you spit on right there. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, don't forget, if you have not yet gone to review the audio podcast, make sure that you do that. If you leave us a nice review, you could see your review read live on air. We've got one today from Hazel Ava, who says, uh, so freaking good. Five stars. Love Sarah. Such a good show. But y'all are kind of scary giving me the hard truth with a laughing emoji. So we know that. See, but that's the thing is that we give you the truth, but we make you laugh about it. Because, I mean, it's better to laugh than cry, which is really where we're at. It's just everything that happens in 2020. We're like, maybe 2021 is going to be better. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, let's just laugh so we don't cry. Like vaccine and that's why tattoo, tramp stamp. Oh, exactly, exactly. Will you go ahead and get that, Jason? I will not be joining you that one. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.